Brotaku Men of Culture Games Weekly Episode 16, recorded February 24th, 2020. I am your host, Aaron, joined as always by my co-host, Jordan. Hello. Jordan, I hate to be a downer right off the bat, but we missed last week because my cat died. Yeah. Essentially. Um, simplest way to put it. Uh, we had to put him down, what was it, just a couple days ago now. Uh, we put him down Friday. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't make it in time. He was a little ways away. We were trying to get him the best help we could. Um, they did a really good job. They gave him about a week more, but it wasn't at home. So it was a bummer. Um I don't want to bring the show down too much with it. Just know that, like, just in general, even pets, people, like, your health can change on a whim. He was perfectly, well, it seemed he wasn't. Yeah. Seemed perfectly healthy not even a week ago. Well, a week ago as of, like, Friday. Um, seemed perfectly healthy and then wasn't and is now gone. So tell somebody you love them today because yeah. life is short. That's that's your, your email uh what we tell you when we usually tell you to email us, which still do if you would, but that's gonna be, you know, tell somebody you love them. Yeah. Anyway, Jordan, how's your week? How's your week been? Brighten our days a little bit. <laughs> well, I hate to be it, but uh, you've probably anyone that's worked a job has probably realized uh, working a shift when someone just randomly quits is just makes the whole thing just awful. That's what I did this this that's not what I did this uh this Saturday. But um there was someone that quit in my position and then I had to work really hard and there was also training happening with someone going on at the same time and I pretty much just looked at them and said, like, Welcome to the club. This is what happens. You have nothing to look forward to, I'm sorry. Yeah, her dewy eyes, she was like, Teach me more and the just there's fire everywhere. It's a busy weekend. I'm the only one on in a position usually free people work it was just me and her and um yeah yeah it's been a busy weekend i haven't played too much video games but i will say since the last time we had uh the podcast i've gotten a new computer Ooh. and a new laptop i mean a new uh keyboard and a new mouse nice yes big it, upgrades all around they're huge upgrades because before i would just use whatever keyboard they gave me and i would use whatever uh mouse they gave me so nothing else matters jordan what graphic card do you have? <laughs> I, I can't even tell you all of that because those things are just so uh, alien to me in, in some regard. Like, people will tell me what graphics card they have, and I say, what's the difference between this? It can be hard. Like, what's the measure? Like, is it the... the do we use Zs or, like, Rs? As, an or? Invi- as a guy who has recently been more of an NVIDIA guy... I can tell you what's better in the NVIDIA family, but like once you start getting to your AMDs and stuff, and exactly. Like, man. what unit of measurement do they use for what's what's more down the line kind of stuff? So, I I gotta tell you, I know it works a lot, a lot, a lot better than my old computer, <laughs> which just sitting in the corner in my basement. But this new one, whoo, man, it does not have trouble touching through anything. You knew that you used the new one to stream the old one. <laughs> it even has that capability. I could even stream now if I wanted to, and it wouldn't look like, you know, poo. I, I've looked into it before just because streaming frustrates me how it's not it's not difficult, but like to make it look good, how like complicated it can be. Like you've yeah. gotta have like just like the perfect CPU. The CPU is the big thing with it is. with streaming. Um but like a lot of those like big professional streamers like your ninjas your dr lupos people people that 
make money doing this, they have like two computers and then they use one computer to stream the other computer to help offload that. It is very intensive. And I remember when I was kind of meddling with streaming for a little bit, not like as like I was being serious about it, just like I'd like to have this stuff on backup, like like a video just in case like I something like this were to happen where I could show other people. Um, and I tried streaming Dark Souls 3 once after I streamed a few other games to try to see like what I can get away with with the streaming uh, on my computer back in the day. And those other games ran pretty fine, whatever. Right. Dark Souls 3 was, like, you could... It was frame by frame. Like, it could not stream that game. And I was like, okay, now I know kind of the limits here. Well, and that's what's frustrating about it. It's like, sometimes, like, you got the the ever-upgrading graphics that you're fighting. Like, yeah. sometimes you're just fighting with updates within a game. Or, like, OBS itself, if you use open broadcast software. Um I, I had a Fortnite stream going for like a week and a half, and it ran perfectly. OBS updated, the game updated. I don't know what it was, and it just stopped working. Like it would chug, and I couldn't I can't I couldn't fix it. I'm like, why was yeah. it working just fine for a week and a half, and I didn't do anything to it? That's the thing too. <laughs> I I don't usually end up blaming the game. I just blame the computer that I have if something doesn't run correctly. But then, uh, as I started playing video like more. Like different kinds of video games, I'm starting to realize, well, some of these games are just optimized very poorly, like very, very poorly. They just they do not run well on stuff. Even it, it'll run fine, like performance-wise, but like it could be running better. And that's on the developer side. And people usually don't, you know. Let's say like Bethesda. Like those games are not optimized at all. And not everybody's takes, id. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's. Uh, you need like a whole squad of like underground uh, modders to fix a game like that. So I'm glad I got at this new computer. I never splurge on myself for anything. Like I, I always like cuddle yeah, my. You, you hoard your money because you never know what's gonna go wrong. Exactly. And um, but just recently, my my brain works kind of weird. It needs like some sort of catalyst in order to get it like kickstarted again. Mm -hmm. So I was saving so much money for a while, and then I just became stagnant. Like I didn't want to save money anymore. Right. And when I don't want to save money anymore, I don't want to work as much. And I have a job where I can kind of pick and choose like how many hours I take in right. and stuff so like that. Not necessarily the healthiest combination. Exactly. That's. I would go down to 20 hours working at work just because I could, because I could live off that and still make a profit because of the way I work. I would live very cheap. So in order to like kind of boost myself, get myself out of that hole, I spent a little money. Yeah. And when I did that, I'm like, now I got to build that bank up again, that tr yeah. that dragon horde. And I think it's, I think that's just an important thing in general. And I mean, I buy video games kind of as this, like that too. if you did like, it's very important to save money and get ahead, but like at the same time, you've got to treat yourself once in a while, otherwise you're just going to resent everything yeah. you're doing. And I felt so good afterwards, after I bought that computer. And I don't know why, because I was saving up for a car, but that car, since since it wasn't like a tangible goal in my head, like it was just like an idea, like car, new car, you need to get it. And I was like, I don't know how much the car I'm looking for even costs. What am I saving for? How much does the loan cost? How much would it cost each month for it? I know what this costs, this right. computer costs. If I get this now, I know how long it could take to, to work it off. And that goal is set in my mind. So, Cars are important, though. Yeah, cars are very important, you know, like, yes. You, you've made the... Like, like I said, like 
definitely save for the car because you're going to need the car <laughs> yeah. to get from point A I'm, to point it, B. I'm still saving up for it. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But, you know, once in a while, let yourself do stuff like mm-hmm. this. So, and I'm still completely fine afterwards because of all that saving up that I, I did. I would sure so. hope so. I don't want you coming over here being like, Aaron, I need to eat. He's like, Aaron, I need... <laughs> oh, I mean, Aaron, can can I stay here until my roommate opens the door? <laughs> That's okay. That's a different story, you know? He had the Who audacity. He was, uh, I came home and I was like, oh, I thought you were asleep. He's like, it's only like 9.30. And I was like, really, Seth? Like, really? It's only 9.30? Whatever you say. It, we know you were asleep last time, yesterday, at this exact time, so. Hey, you know, that's the price you pay for living with a roommate, I guess. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been doing uh, this week. Uh, I'm can... sorry, I'm just playing with the game. Like, I can never, like, it's never the same every week, and we sit in the exact same spot with the exact yeah. same mic, like. Uh, yeah, so the new computer, I've been trying to test out its, its capabilities, but I don't have very um, intensive... CPU usage video games besides Monster Hunter World, which I got on the PC. Uh, my One of my friends got it for me, and I never wanted to play it because it just looked awful on the settings that I had before on my old computer. Mm-hmm. I was like, this isn't even close. On this new computer, it looks better than the PS4 version, well, and it's yeah. actually playing at 60 FPS, and I think the other one was playing at 30. <laughs> so now, I mean, 30 is not a terrible frame rate. It's, it's not a terrible not, frame rate. I don't think it should be standard anymore, yes. but it's not terrible. It, it'll give you the minimum amount of, like, like quote unquote perfect playability, like everything will still function correctly. Yeah. It's just kind of, but the it's noticeable. Afterwards. I think Mario Mario Kart was the first time I ever noticed the yes. difference because I think the Switch version runs it at sixty straight through, but on the Wii U version of Mario Kart Eight, it ran at sixty when you played by yourself, and then would drop to thirty if you played multiplayer. So like if I was ever playing single player, and then people came over and we switched uh. right to multiplayer, I was like. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> and you never would know unless you saw the other side. Like, you you saw the 60 FPS. And that's what I feel like in Monster Hunter. I never thought it was an ugly game. But when I played the PC version with high, you know, high quality on everything, up. yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness, this game is beautiful. Like, yep. I can see the pores on that guy's <laughs> face and, like, the sweating. I was like, some characters cry in this game. I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> Not to mention, unless you got a new monitor, too. Like, you're probably, I did get a new oh, monitor. You? Okay, I'm like, you could get even more out of it. <laughs> yeah, did so, you get a 1440 one? Uh, I don't think so. No, mm. just a 1080? Yeah, I got a 1080. Okay. It, it, it was 24 inches. Um, Nothing wrong with that. I, my dad got, like, a 2K monitor. And even those, even those look like beautiful. Like, yeah, it's not even a 4K. But, but I, I wouldn't have anything for like a 4K, yeah. like to play on it. I'm still struggling to find games that will test the capabilities of my computer. Uh, I think one of the most beautiful video games I've ever personally laid eyes on was um, Derek was playing uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, the newest one. Oh on yes, Mike's computer on mm-hmm. 4K with his 4K monitor, and I was like. Jesus, another game. I, he, again, Mike's got all that 4K stuff. He was, um, he's got the Xbox One X, and Derek was playing Red Dead Redemption Two on that. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. my god! And I can't imagine what the PC version pumped with 4K looks like. Yeah, I was gonna test out. Uh, I had Grand Theft Auto Five for a while, and I've always wanted to avoid the online because it's, it's terrible. Like concept wise, it's pretty awesome. Like you're supposed to have like In execution wise, yeah. though. Execution-wise, you had the same issue with why people... You had people that played Grand Theft Auto for a specific reason, which is like, hey, you just want to do like the missions and stuff like that. And then you had the other Grand Theft Auto people that just want to cause chaos and like blow up 
ambulances and stuff like that. And when you put them in the same pool, they don't mix together very well. Were you ever at one of our parties where we watched Matt Slade jump out of a helicopter in Grand Theft Auto 4 for like six hours? <laughs> I don't think I was paying attention to that, honestly. Thank God. Because I knew what he was doing. So it was, was, it like, was fun for like the first two hours. That's what I'm and saying, yeah. Like, my God, he's still going. <laughs> he's still doing it. <laughs> well, whatever, you know, whatever tickles his pickle, man. Tickles the pickle. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so. So, got a new computer. Haven't really been playing too many games, though. Uh, yes, I've I've gotten back into WoW. I think I'm back to where your gear level Which, should be now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm at 438 item level. Yeah, that's about where I am playing very mm-hmm. casually, too. I think Which I'm is at, just like. I think I'm at 445 with all my best yes, stuff on. Yes, 445. And I'm still trying to get best in gear stuff. And I haven't started Mythic Pluses, which I'm excited you for. You can't get best in slot anymore, Jordan, because you never know what your corruption's going to roll. Sorry. <laughs> I've been dealing with that issue as well. Like Now I know with that concept in mind, because before I just kind of knew about it when you were talking about it. But now I know like the whole corruption system and stuff like that. I'm like, this is crazy. There like, is a great webs- or Twitter account called Ian Hasakostas Quotes. And it's just him contradicting himself, and it's just mo- the most beautiful thing. Because this man, I don't think he's ever told the truth once in his life. <laughs> Honestly. And that's probably his job. But um, I, I get what you mean, because I have uh, item level 430 gloves, and they have corruption on them. And, you know, they give me my third void ritual, which is like a huge power boost. Um, and I just got 450 gloves that are my best in slot. And I can't replace them because it's still technically a downgrade. So until I find something else that has Void Ritual or I get something completely altogether, uh, different altogether, I can't wear my new shiny gloves. Yeah, and it, feel, supposed it to be feels better for me. garbage. Like, it, it does. It feels so bad. I don't understand because he talks all the time. Like one of the good quotes was him being all like, you should be able to look at your item, an item level of a piece of gear and just know that it's better. And it's like, it's a little game called Vanilla classic world of warcraft that that happens <laughs> not only is that worse like like i my character at a certain point even with the new gear that he collected was unplayable because it didn't have enough haste like i had uh i was equipping all the best stuff for me like item level wise and then i ended up with like 11 percent haste on a shadow priest which is like horrible so i was i suffered a huge dps decrease because of that even though my item level was like maybe eight points higher average wise mm-hmm. and i was doing less d- damage and i was like man i really miss reforging yeah <laughs> everything's just so needlessly complicated right now because you're balancing your corruption you're balancing your traits and your necklace you're balancing your azurite gear with the with the bonuses and what bonuses it's just it's ridiculous i'm carrying around like i've got a whole bag like a whole yeah, 30 slot i'm bag starting full to see that too and just gear that like, doesn't even include my buff food and all that like and the ironic part is it's in it's in the spirit of trying to make things simpler which it's not but when when you take away the ability to customize from the player Yes, you're, you're going to have a skill cap like with players, which people like. People like to know that they're doing more damage if they're more skilled than other people. You know, it, it feels good. We're like, hey, you have the same stuff as me, but I'm better. That makes me feel good, and that makes them want to get better. Or they're just playing casually, whatever. But when they took that away, and they're just like, okay, now everything's just chance. And we're like, oh, okay. Yeah, like literally, if you have enough pieces of gear with infinite stars on, you're just going to do more damage than anybody yeah. just hitting like one button. 
And there's a chance I might never get infinite stars corruption. And I'll never be as good as those people. Even though, like, on a skill level, I might be already better than them. Like, or a weapon. Jesus, I can't get a weapon to save my life. On my tank spec, I'm using a 410 like, main hand and a 425 shield. And then on my DPS spec, I'm using two 410 swords. I'm like, please. Yeah, I'm using 410 rings right now because they have the correct stats that I need. Because if I equip the one that I got that's 445... I'm going to suffer a huge DPS decrease because it's mastery versatility instead of crit haste. And I'm like, oh, well, this is fun. I'm just going to have to hold that off in case I want to play, like, Discipline or something, I guess. I don't know. Gross. Yeah, so that's... Yeah, I was playing WoW. But, yeah, yeah so, so are you, yeah. Yeah, I've been playing WoW, too. Um, the only other thing I really have to report is I, I, I started, and it was two people strong, me and my sister... Um, I started like a weekly raid finder group that I want. To I be was a on thing. for that. I know, and you thought, <laughs> you thought we were doing normal instead of raid finder, so you ended up not being able to come to that. But that's the plan to do that weekly. So if you're horde, give me a shout out. I'll get you in our our group. Yeah, I'm gonna refrain from saying the group name because it's a little <laughs> slightly inappropriate. But you know, it's not too bad. It let us name it that. Which a uh, first couple of ideas, it wouldn't let us name that. So. <laughs> We can talk At least about it's that It's not like later. the Smash tournament names, okay? Ooh, so, no. or, or, nobody'd be able to run for any sort of office. Oh no! I'm, I'm, pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'd kick Matt Slade out of his his position. Yeah, if they looked at his like ventrilo log or like <laughs> <laughs> scary stuff. Uh, the other game I've been playing, Jordan, I've been playing Fortnite again. Uh, really, I'm I'm eager to test out Fortnite again too because I got the new computer. And before, I would, like, oh gosh, load yeah. in while you guys were, like, just dropping out the bus. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's going to be exciting for you. Yeah. So, uh, Chapter 2, Season 2 is now a go. It is, like, it's generalized spy theme, but it feels way more Austin Powers than yeah. anything else. Which they, um, I think they would go for. It's their style. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Uh, so, they've added these bases around the Battle Royale island. And when you drop into these bases, there's some, like, PvE elements in there where there's... Got like normal guys walking around, and you can either disguise yourself or just to like sneak around in the bases, or you can just straight fight them. Yeah. And usually there's like a big boss, and you can use the vault key. He'll drop a vault key, and he'll drop a mythic gun. Mythic items are things they played around with before. They've been super overpowered in the past, like the sword. If anybody remembers yeah. the sword, oh, I remember the sword. Basically, the item where like if you got a sword, you won the game. Like it was really yeah. hard to lose with the, the sword. sword. Um. But they've got a mythic drum gun, they've got the, the grappler is back, they have Boombo's back, and there's a minigun variant. So there, there's always at least four of these things on the map, which kind of evens it out a little bit. There has to be a fifth, because there's quite a few bases spread out here and there. But um, anyway, then you can get this vault and open up. My only complaint with it is since the, there's this vault with all this great loot, and it can, it's got a re- really good chance to get you some, like, some legendary gear early on like i've been getting scars out of these vaults like mad and just that that can win you a game right there yeah um but it's so you can get in there and then the oh that's where i was going with this the problem with it is everybody only goes to like those areas to start the which map. i think they is kind of like what they wanted to do in the first place oh which i guess but and i mean it is working and the nice part is they are spread out on the map so people are going to different corners of the map but i don't know i don't like when you're being forced to go somewhere because if you don't go to one of those places to start you feel at a disadvantage because there's also weapons that only drop in those base areas like i'm pretty sure 
I could be completely wrong, but we didn't see a sniper rifle at all outside of those areas. Like, unless we killed it off another person. Oof. And that was That's really rough. that was really rough in some of the end game. It was like when you get to the end game, if you don't have a sniper rifle, you're at a huge disadvantage. Yeah, uh, I play with Phil and Robert a lot, and his uh, Robert's nephew Ben, and um, we we won. I think we won three games this weekend, uh, at least with me there. I think they won a couple more games when I wasn't there. So I mean, we're we're doing well. We we do well enough. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see. I haven't looked much up about this patch outside of what I've just been able to tell. Either the skill-based matchmaking is working very well or it's gone, I heard. <laughs> but I feel like it's working really well because we've had some like crazy intense games where like even if we lost, it didn't feel out of reach. Like We didn't feel like completely yeah. outmatched. You feel like some, you could have changed something and probably would have won that fight or something like yeah. that. Uh, it still feels bad when you run into bots. Like if you just occasionally, some guy will be hopping around. And you're like, "Let's get him!" And you, you're whiffing your shots, and he's still just running around, like staring at you with a smile on his that's face, what and I, not building or anything. It's like this doesn't feel good. That's how I felt when I entered. Uh, what was it? Season two for the first time, and they make you play that game immediately. And I won that game, and I was like, "I'm pretty sure like 90% of that game was bots." And I won it, yeah. And right. it felt bad because people were just running at me through the hills, and like they would kind of build a bit, but like I know what a real game's like, <laughs> right. so I knew what to do in that situation. And they just never would build higher up than like maybe a, a, a four by four. So uh, another neat thing they always play around with the battle pass, which I usually buy. I didn't buy last seasons just because. I, what, by the time I started playing again, I thought it was too late, but then yeah. the season went on for like another two months. Last season just didn't end. Like, that was the biggest issue with last season. Yeah. It just, for some odd reason, it was like four or five months season. Like, it was crazy. But um, one neat thing they're doing this time is one of the characters you get right away, there's challenges you can do for her every week, and that's not new. They've had challenges related to a specific skin in the past. But what's neat about this one is there's a, like a huge variety of upgrade options but once you pick whatever upgrade you want so like in my case my girl's got tattoos now and she changed her hair uh, okay. it's locked in permanently oh like it permanently changes the skin but what's kind of neat is it kind of sucks because you you yeah. never know if you don't you don't you might not end up liking an option but what's neat about it is everybody is ha- coming up with their own version of this character and there's enough variety where i'm sure there will be some that are the same but you are seeing a lot of different people and especially as we just unlock more and more and more to put on her it's gonna get crazy yeah i um i appreciate that that level of creativity but i know i would not like it because i go through different outfits on characters like like i'm living my normal life like i just wear something different every day and that's how i feel like my character would be and i was like oh this looks nice i'm gonna wear that like i go through so much money uh, in World of Warcraft, like the transmog system, holy moly. Like, that's why I will never be rich in that game, is because I just spend it all on transmog. And I mean, that's fine. I mean, you, you'll pay for your transmog with a week with one daily quest. And True enough, yes. And you just sell the trash that you got collecting from killing things. And you've got like 12,000 gold. Mm-hmm. Around 12,000. You sneeze? I don't know what just happened over there. Dog, stop making noises or I'm putting you up. Yeah, look at me like that. All right, Jordan, so that's it for what have we been playing. I don't think we actually announced that we were in that segment of the show. But we, we kind of, we both play World of Warcraft and you play transition, Fortnite, yeah. but I, like I said, I've just been playing World of War, uh, Monster Hunter World on PC, and 
I gotta say, running it back, um, they give everyone, like, items, like a, a weapon and, like, armor that helps you get through the lower parts so you can get to Iceborne. Yeah, they want you to get to this They're stuff so powerful. Really? So I'm, I'm, I'm personally happy that, that they're in there. That makes me more eager to jump in, honestly. Like, it's, I have it installed. I just yeah, so you can gotta go, pull the trigger. You can pretty much go straight to Iceborne with these weapons and gear. They're called cool. the Defender set. I like that, but you still get to see the story. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, Jordan, on to the news. We have eight news items. We actually have a lot more, but I did a wrap-up item yeah. this week just because some of this news is lengthy. Like, I was actually, uh, when I started putting the show together, I was like, I don't know if there's a lot of news last week, but, and I only did last week, but whatever week we missed, I don't think there was anything that big. Nothing. No. Usually if something big happens, I'll put it on there. All right, Jordan, number one, we'll start with some Sony news. Big in the news this week in general is the fact that the coronavirus is disrupting everything from Switch production, delaying next-gen hardware possibly, to tons of groups not going to conventions, and none is bigger in my opinion than Sony announcing that they will not be coming to PAX East due to concerns over the virus. However, according to an article on Game Rant by Rory Young, Boston Mayor Marty Walsh has asked Sony to reconsider. Quote, and we'll talk about this quote because I'm a little confused where he's coming from, but especially considering Sony's never said anything that would make me think some of this, but mm -hmm. anyway, I regress. Uh, quote, these fears reinforce harmful stereotypes that generations of Asians have worked hard to dismantle. Ellipses. Uh, Boston is united in our efforts to dispel these harmful and misguided fears. End quote. So I'm a little confused by that. Like, I don't know how... Wanting to, like, keep your employees and all that safe and not sick is homophobic, or not homophobic, but, you know, racist, but... Uh, there's been a lot of talk. And I know there has been some racist remarks yeah. going around That's about this, but I'm say. confused because, like, so nothing that Sony has done has made me think that they're doing this out of... I think he was stereotyping a stereotype. He was thinking that they were stereotyping a stereotype, which was, uh, at these gaming conventions, there's a large population that's... Asian, also with like the developers and stuff like that being from Correct. like foreign countries and stuff like that. Um, but I wouldn't have that issue with Sony. I don't know. That's you wouldn't have any different like um, what's it called diversity than you would find at a college, right? So that it, it's strange. Yeah, that yeah. I, I was just a little weird, but nonetheless, he's asking him to reconsider. Um, <laughs> I liked though Reddit user uh, anomalous anomalous entity pointed out that this is probably sony just not wanting to go to conferences at all like yeah. e3 but they want to remain in pax's good grace instead of just throwing it away like they have with e3 yeah i mean it it, it helps build like that rapport with your with your clientele base like it you get to meet these other developers as well that's a great that's a great time to go to pax and you get to meet all these like streamers as well. Yeah. Then you can you can really build your label on that as yeah. well. And that's the I think the big thing Pax has always had going for it over and why I think E three is kind of going the way of the dodo is just E three has always been a press and uh, like it's been an industry event. Whereas like Pax, I mean Pax isn't even like a video game show so to speak. It's just like yeah. a big gathering and there's the fans are there. You can just communicate directly with your fans. E three was just like a bunch of companies patting each other on the back. And then PAX is more like the meet and greet for everyone. Right. Um, 
The biggest disappointment out of this whole thing, however, is the fact that Last of Us Part Two was supposed to be shown publicly and playable. Well, I guess it's been shown publicly before. It's supposed to be playable for the first time publicly at this event. However, contradicting that statement, it might be not a disappointment because now that part of the game will be fresh for more people. <laughs> I, I honestly, I'm getting to the point and I, I, I understand whatever makes you happy, do what makes you happy, but like, gotten to the point where like i don't like watching things on games big especially story games anymore i just want to be surprised i'm the same way with movies as well like uh there's there's some that are like to a science like maybe like marvel and disney are very good at not showing you a little too much but they had an issue uh movies had an issue especially comedy movies where they get rid of their biggest bits just the just to prove that they were funny or that they were exciting and they would a lot of that would be wasted because you watched a trailer. So I didn't watch any of the Marvel trailers or the Disney trailers, even though they did those very well. And I feel like I got a lot more enjoyment out of them because of that. Remember the movie Snow Dogs? <laughs> yes, I do remember that movie. I wanted to see that movie so bad because in all the commercials, the dogs were talking. Yeah. And then when you actually saw the movie, that talking, like the dog's talking was literally like a 30 second dream the guy was having. Yeah, it was like a fever dream. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, it was the same way with, uh, like I said, another reason why Marvel does it so well is they make fake scenes, like from the trailers. And I don't know how I feel about that. Like, it's kind of like misleading a little bit. Like, like the scene, they'll just put it in a different location with the green screen, like after the fact. And that's, like, pretty ingenious, but I was at the same time, I'm like, oh, you kind of tricked us a little bit. Like, this was supposed to happen, and I was just not there. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, we it, took it out. Like, especially if it was neat. Like, I could understand, like, if it was just like, okay, I don't think that's going to work, but if yeah. it looked cool. Like... The, the one in my brain that sticks out the most is um, in Thor Ragnarok. There's a scene where uh, Hela and Thor are fighting each other, or, like, they first meet, and it looks like it's in the alley of, like, New York, like, in a, in a back alley. And then it looks like they're fighting there, and, you know, he throws the hammer, she catches it, and then, you know, if you watch the movie, you know what happens. But in the actual movie, they were in just, like, this plane in Iceland, and it was completely different, and there was, like, no fighting in, in New York whatsoever. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a little bit worse, yeah. Cheeky. <laughs> All right, Jordan, let's move on to number two, some Microsoft news. Microsoft has announced that more games are headed to their already insanely great-valued Xbox Games Pass service, and these games will be coming by the end of the month. Our information comes from Polygon's Michael McWeeder. Uh, the games coming to Xbox Game Pass are the following. Ninja Gaiden 2, Kingdom Hearts 3, Two Point Hospital, Wasteland Remastered, Yakuza 0, and Jackbox Party Pack 3. Games coming to the PC Game Pass are Indivisible, Reigns, Game of Thrones, Two Point Hospital, Wasteland Remastered, and Yakuza 0. Many of these games are actually available today as of recording. A couple more are coming out tomorrow, and I think they're all out by the 27th. So be on the lookout if you're interested in any of those games. Uh, as a reminder, currently the Games Pass on PC is $5 for a month. The Xbox One is $10 for a month, and then you can get the Ultimate, which includes both of them, for 15 a month. And I also think that includes Xbox Live Gold. So, crazy value. Please, if you're a gamer on a budget, it's the way to go. Yes, I was just about to say something like that at, at, on the end segment of this, of this recording. So, I'll save my 
right. opinions on it until then. And we'll talk about that too because I do want to do a whole show dedicated. Yes. Like the segment of the show. Definitely because yeah. I have a lot of stories to share as well about it. All right, number three, moving on to Nintendo, the largest news item of our week. I'm going to have to sneeze at some point during this, so I'm going to apologize <laughs> now. Um, Nintendo held a direct for their hotly anticipated game, Animal Crossing New Horizons. And we learned about a lot about what to expect when the game launches next month on March 20th. My roundup comes from The Verge's Andrew Webster. Animal Crossing New Horizons brings you on an island adventure sold to you by the one and only Tom Nook. Who is offering a new life on a deserted island. This means that when starting the game, your island will be rather empty. As times go as time goes on, you will be able to recruit new residents to your island along with additional facilities. There's a smartphone or nook phone that seems to act as the menus via apps in the oh. game. Uh, so this includes things like your in-game map, you'll have your recipe book there, etc. There will be a new progression type system, and this is actually, honestly, the thing I think I'm the most excited about. I've never gotten into an Animal Crossing game. Same. Um, but there is a new progression type system to help steer players in the, I put it in quotes, correct direction if they need some. Uh, you will earn Nook Miles by completing what is essentially quests that you can spend on in-game rewards, such as new clothing pieces for your character. I think that's incredible, because we actually had this conversation on Discord the other day where, like, we always talk about how video games are a waste of time. Like, yeah, they don't. It doesn't have to be a bad waste of time. But like, I like at least having something to show for it. Is even if it is just in a video game, I don't like playing video games for like a really long time and just being like, I've got nothing to show for it. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. What I told you was, at its very core, video games are supposed to be a waste of time. Like, there's so many things happening in your life. And there's so much in-between time, and you're like, what am I going to do in my in-between time? That's the time that you waste. Right. Until you get to those important parts. And I, yeah, I, I agree with you. There should be stuff to, to show. I know Dark Souls 2 did a lot of this, where I know people would put, like, certain challenges on themselves, and they wouldn't get rewarded for it. They would have, like, bragging rights and stuff like right. that. But Dark Souls 2 was one of the only games that I know that, like, some of the hardcore challenges, like, don't light a, a single bonfire and beat the game. Like, you get an item for that. Like, you you get something if you do that. If you if you play the whole game without dying in Dark Souls 2, you get an item for that as well. That's cool. So, um, and the game isn't complete... Well, you can 100% achievement it without those items, but... It's definitely something you should look forward right. to. And that's the thing. I realize, and I guess my issue is twofold, because I realize while playing other Animal Crossing games, you get stuff to show, like you upgrade your house and stuff yeah. like that. I just like the more focused nature to this, because then I can do things that I want to do. Like if I like if I just find one aspect of the game like boring us in, I don't have to do that necessarily. I can just keep doing stuff for an aspect that I like. I might give this one a try. I don't know. I I know I'm getting this one. I was just about to say I'm in this weird I'm in this weird situation where, kind of like you were talking about with money and like I just spent quite a bit of money trying to help give my cat the best life I could give him at the end. But um, I haven't really spent money on myself recently, so yeah. I'm like I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of itching for something. Maybe it'll be this. I don't know yet though. And and this is one of those games where like you're definitely gonna get your your money wise out of the quote unquote waste of time. Because this game, these games usually last a long time. It's just like, you know, creation games like Sims and things like that. I don't know about replayability, 
in uh in these kind of games i think you just build off the same one yeah you just come back to it and see i'm sure you i'm sure i'm sure like a good like minecraft survival or something occasionally you want to start from scratch but yeah i think at one point it's just going to be like i'm done i got everything i wanted (laughs) right Okay, let's move on with the information, though, yeah. since we're only, like, halfway through. Uh, you will be able to meet familiar faces. So far, Isabella and Gulliver have been shown off as characters returning from past games. Multiplayer is expanding with a couple different options. Locally, up to eight people from one Switch may have a character on one island, so that's the idea of, like, if my if I have my account, I can have a character on the island, and then Alexis could have a character on her account and bring and play on the same island. Uh, that's been, a, I believe that's been a staple of Animal Crossing for a while. You've always been able to like do visitors, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, there's a four-player local party mode where four people can play at once. Uh, the leader kind of follows them around. Like, they have to be on the same chunk of the screen. It's not like it'll split screen off. But then you can, then you can, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you can help each other with tasks like they always show people yeah. helping you cut down trees okay i wish more games would do it like divinity did it where like it, if you were in one area it was one screen at least on the playstation i don't obviously you play on pc yeah but, but like if you were playing local on playstation if you were in one spot you were on one screen but then if you like split off it would go split screen that's that's pretty cool yeah. i do that that is pretty nice because I think earlier games struggled with that. It was either split screen or it was the other one. And I remember playing um, Tales of Symphonia where you could play multiplayer in, in the battle sequences and stuff like that. But, like, you needed to be on the same screen. Otherwise, you were just, you were playing, but you couldn't see your character. Right. So if you were playing a caster and then you started casting something, it was taking a second. And then you had a melee guy just charge in. You couldn't see your casting character. It was crazy. Uh, finally, for multiplayer options, via online, you can use the airport to either visit friends or have friends visit your islands. The host island, if you're not a best friend, so like that's the actual if your friends on the Nintendo thing is a best friend. Yeah. If you're not a best friend and you're visiting an island, the host can set up restrictions to prevent griefing, such as removing the ability for the visiting party to use axes so they're not just oh, God. coming in and chopping down all your trees kind of thing. That sounds like something Dylan would do. Somebody's still going to get all their trees chopped down. Some <laughs> yeah, poor definitely. little child is going to be like, Mommy, Mommy, look at my body going, chop, chop, chop. <laughs> Don't invite me to your games, parental children. parental controls. <laughs> I'm going to pick your flowers and chop your trees down. <laughs> uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons will support in-game chat and voice chat, interestingly oh, no. enough, via Nintendo <laughs> Online, but you have to use the smartphone app to access said features. I hope you. I hope that's both ways. Otherwise, while I'm stealing that kid's flowers, I'm going to tell him things. Uh, this will not be supported day one, but should be in. Uh, but should be in by the end of March. There are currently no cloud saves. But Nintendo has already had to backtrack on that, saying they're working on it, because that would be a ridiculous omission, since that's really the only value you get out of paying for their online services, this cloud backup. Uh, you will reshape your island with more environmental options than ever, including being able to, uh, they showed being able to like remove cliffs, like they got rid of cliff sides, and then uh, bridge to traverse rivers. I wouldn't be surprised if you could just plant like a chunk of ground at some point. Like If you can get rid of it, why couldn't you? you know? Sounds very cool. Yeah, almost Minecrafty. Um, there will be integration with the mobile game Animal Crossing Pocket Camp in the form of exclusive items, although it is unclear at this time what those items will be. And finally, the game will support free updates surrounding seasonal events at this time. No mention of paid DLC. I mean, 
think if this does well, it would be stupid not to. Like at this point, everything they're doing is selling so well. Why not just keep it going a little yeah, bit longer? This is the perfect game for it too. Um, there were some other smaller announcements in the direct that I recommend checking out if you're interested in the game at all. Whew! That's a big one. It is. A, it is a big one. Yeah, and I think that this game's going to do gangbusters. So, oh yes. I mean, I think it was very smart how they did Pokemon first to get that get the install base with especially the Switch Lite. And then you're gonna bring. You're just gonna bring those people right back. That could be definitely one of those. This, this seems to be the kind of game that could utilize the Switch the best. Which is, hey, I could be playing it at my house, and then you could be playing it here. And then you're like, hey, you want to come over? And I'm like, yep. I just pick it up, and I go to your house, and there I am, right there. And, and then I'm chopping down your trees before and then you you're know chopping it. Down, but guess what? Here's the twist. I'm chopping down your trees, too. Oh, man. <laughs> we're just going to have any trees yeah, on Yeah, he's like, hey, get back from your island, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the other section. Number four, Biomutant is not dead. After a long silence, leading many people to believe that the game was indeed dead, the Biomutant Twitter page came to life and said the following on their mutant animal RPG. Hang in there. Quote, We know how many of you are wondering if the game is still in development. Let us assure you that we've never been that we have never been working harder and more focused on it than right now. We are doing everything we can to make this the best game that any of us have ever worked on and that will be as entertaining and great as we can possibly make it. We can only hope for your continued support and patience as we complete the final stages of development. As some of you might understand or know, the work involved in finishing a game is long, challenging, and unpredictable. The sheer magnitude and size and length of Biomutant adds to said effort. We will reveal the release date as soon as everybody at our studio feels confident about hitting that date, and the game is ready for it. Again, thank you for your understanding and continued support and enthusiasm for our game. From us at Experiment 101. End quote. Have you seen anything about this game, Jordan? I... I, I... It's the first time I saw the word. Okay, so I, so I struggled to include it because I don't care that much, but it, it does look neat. It's basically like you're, you're basically like a bunch of mutant animals, and it's like an RPG. But this brings up a great point, which is expectation and what it does to game developing companies. Like you and I didn't know anything about it until well, I just knew now. A bit. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> I knew of uh, its existence, <laughs> but when you don't have that that huge capitalist breath breathing down your neck of like hey you said you were going to release it by this time you need to that's blah 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 if you if you push it even further you got to crunch and that's always a problem with the video game industry is you know crunching for time which i believe all industries do like it's just inevitable especially creative industries yes yeah, exactly and uh, I, I think if the expectation is lower like if people were more relaxed which i think most gamers are and i don't think uh, developers are picking up on that. We're like, yeah, I could wait. Yeah, there's so much other stuff to play. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was already waiting. I could wait some more. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel. Like, Persona 5 Royal is coming out next month. I, I've i done very well and just waiting not for out. it. I feel like that game's out. <laughs> like, I can't believe that's it. because you're out. seeing just so much, like, I think, the, like, the soundtrack was released as well, and it might, it might already be out in Japan. I don't remember. I think I think that came out last year in Japan. So Yeah. yeah. So, I, we've been eagerly awaiting it, so... Have you avoided spoilers? Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Proud of you, bud. Uh, let's move on. Number five, according to Eurogamer's Wesley Yinpol, uh, THQ Nordic, who is slowly trying to buy the entire video game world, <laughs> has purchased Saber Interactive for $525 wow. million. That number is with incentives, 
But just for an idea, that's more than double what Sony paid for Insomniac. Wow. Yeah. For so, Saber? Yep. Saber Interactive, and we'll get into this. I There's a reason for this, I think. Saber Interactive most recently received praise for successfully porting The Witcher 3 to Nintendo Switch, which was likely no easy task, yeah. and World War Z, a four-player third-person zombie game based on the book of the same name that plays just like Left 4 Dead with some more modern RPG elements. Um, so I think that's the big thing right there. Yeah. They are skilled at porting, and they are skilled at their own stuff. I unfortunately think this team is about to become a po- like a Switch port studio. For all the THQ stuff, just because, I mean, they got The Witcher to work. The Witcher 3, and that's... I don't think that's a bad thing, My honestly. PlayStation 4 sounds like a jet engine trying to play that <laughs> game. I can't imagine what that Switch is doing. Yeah. Um, anyway, Lars Wingforce of Embracer, THQ's Nordic's parent company, said the following. Quote, Saber has been on our radar for a very long time because of their deep history of consistently high work quality. Their ambitious moves towards self-funding projects in recent years have been particularly impressive, especially with World War Z, which sold more than 3 million units. While Saber will remain a standalone company within the Embracer group, we look forward to collaborating on them, with them to elevate their ability to create and make premier titles. End quote. So, interesting that that quote kind of says a little different. Like, they seem to wanna want them for their ideas, but I, I'm not saying that they won't be able to keep working on their own games, but I think they're about to get... I think they're about to be a major port studio, which, I mean, isn't a bad thing. I think I mean, we need a major port studio, honestly. Like, yeah, especially if you can get games working well. I mean, mm-hmm. games, when they can be more places, more the merrier. Yeah. I, however, there there is a limit for me. I say, like, graphics don't matter as much. However, like, if I have the option, there, there, it just depends on the game. Like, The Witcher, to me, isn't, like, a game I'm dying so much to have handheld that I would sacrifice graphics. I'd that's rather true. that game look prettier than play it like yeah. on my toilet. That's definitely <laughs> one where you sit down knowing you're gonna spend time on it. So it's not like it's not like Fire Emblem where I have a lot of grindy stuff that I gotta do. So I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna take this and go downstairs and just mindlessly there's an auto battle feature on that game, so that tells you everything you need to know. But Witcher is like you wanna get immersed. You don't wanna do some like senseless task like even the Gwent. I believe in the game. I haven't played the game personally, but I've seen like Gwent and stuff like that. That's something that you want to be involved in. So, I think most people are into Gwent. Just play the standalone one at this point. Mm-hmm. Hey, Although it, I think that just got canceled, so I don't know. <laughs> is Hearthstone in on the Switch? No. Big miss. Well, big miss. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah. Like I said, uh, I mean they've got money, so I guess it probably really don't matter. But yeah. either way. Number six, GTA 4 became a casualty of Microsoft shutting down their failed games for Windows Live service recently. I don't, I couldn't find when, but apparently recently. Either way, the game is currently unavailable on PC because of it. However, according to PC gamers Chris Priestman, uh, GTA 4 will return to Steam on March 19th. However, it will come without its multiplayer offerings. Yeah. Also missing will be a couple of the game's radio stations, although I, I was kind of confused by the wording in this article. It kind of made it seem Rockstar has hinted that these this could just be a temporary thing. Like, these might come back. Um, either way, if you already own GTA 4, fear not. You'll be able to download the new version of the game March 19th for free and keep playing the single-player story. 
The new version of the game will be titled Grand Theft Auto 4 Complete Edition and will also include the two DLCs, The Lost in the Damned and Ballad of Gay Tony, both of which I heard are excellent. I never actually yeah. played GTA 4, though. so I heard those are really that good, That was during my, war, my big World of Warcraft days. So Yeah, I played the I played Vice City, San Andreas, and then I skipped yeah. 4, and then I played 5. There's like a good chunk of time between like 2005 and 2010 where my console gaming just kind of like went... Or like anything outside yeah, of World of Warcraft, became Game. a PC Disappear. gamer. Yeah. Um, existing files should also transfer without a hitch, although there will probably be a hitch. Uh, I was kind of reading additionally. There, if you have a physical version of the game, that could be a little more difficult. You'll have to register through Rockstar and all that. So it's just a yeah. couple extra steps because this sounds like it's going to be digital only. You can also, I believe, get it on the Rockstar launcher. But why are you using that? <laughs> Stop rock- coming out with your own launchers. Wait, Steam a, works fine. Steam a works launcher? fine. Just put your games on Steam. Yes, this is this is us telling you, please. St- I and it's even worse if it's intrusive and you like make it so that it, it starts when my Windows starts. Like I didn't tell you you could do that. The only reason the Epic Game Launcher has like forced and they've forced your way into your hearts is A, because of Fortnite, and B, because I think I have more games on there now than Steam, just because they keep giving me free games like every four days. (laughs) Please use our launcher. And some of the games haven't been bad. Yeah. Uh, Moving on. Number seven, Rainbow Six Siege has joined the growing list of live service games that are making the jump to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. According to an article on virallynews.com, Ubisoft announced that Rainbow Six Siege will launch on new consoles day one. Game director Leroy Athanasoff. <laughs> That's kind of what it looks like it's supposed to be. Right? Like. Um, sorry if you listen to this show and I butchered your name. Uh, he, he did not give a date, of course. He wasn't going to be tricked that way. Yeah. But said that his team will be ready on day one and that it will be up to Microsoft and Sony to make it happen. He also said that the game will be able to be played cross-play. He did say that this didn't mean Xbox and PlayStation players could play together, although he hinted that it is only a matter of time. But he was clear that for the time being, you'll be able to play PS4 and PS5 and then Xbox Series X and Xbox One together. I expect this list to be growing massive very quickly. Please, and please like make cross-play in your video games more common. Like, Especially, please. I mean, Sony's out of the beta for it, like... Yeah, there's no reason not to at this point un- anymore. Like, like I, it could be difficult, I know, but it's also like saves everyone a lot really of money. It really doesn't sound like it isn't at this point anymore. Yeah, like, it, it seems, seems so natural. Especially now. if you go into it knowing. I mean, like, yeah. shoot, Call of Duty, the biggest multiplayer game in the world most years, like outside of these like last couple years that Fortnite's been it, has crossplay. Yeah, like, I would have so much fun if I could play with my my PS4 Monster Hunter gang. With my PC Monster Hunter game And especially game a game like that. Like, a, a PvE game especially, there's no reason not to have it. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no reason like there's not no, to. There's no inherent advantage having a mouse and keyboard or a controller. But we're at the point where, like, even the consoles support mouse and keyboard. Or, and PCs support controllers for games that work like that. Just use yeah. the thing that's better. Like, it increases, like, not, it, not the longevity of the game, but, like... The quality of it increases as well because you could, if it's a multiplayer game, you have a huge pool that you can take from for multiplayer access. Like, I sometimes I would struggle to find people who would join my game or my server and stuff like that, especially where you have like you need like sixteen people to kill this one monster. Uh, it, it it could get hard to fill up a lobby, but if you had 
you know, Xbox players and PS4 players and PC players, and they were all on the same server, then we wouldn't have that issue. Everyone would be able to play with everyone. And I think a great example of that is I remember back in the day, like when they were talking about the original Star Wars Battlefront that EA put out, yeah. those numbers. Like PC, you were lucky to have like ten, like ten thousand people playing at any given point. Yeah. Where PlayStation Four was consistently over a million people for a while. So if you let those lobbies integrate, PC players would have a much better time. Yeah. Fortnite like, really. If you're crying about getting killed by a mouse and keyboard, if you're playing a first person shooter, just play on a mouse and keyboard, kids. Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I digress. Use whatever you want. Have fun. Number eight. The wrap-up. So this is just a bunch of stuff that was news. I thought was newsworthy, but I didn't think you we didn't need to spend time, time it, talking yeah. about Although I did put snarky comments at the end of a lot of them. Um, yeah. So let's get started. If you purchase Cyberpunk 2077 on Xbox One, you will be upgraded to the Xbox Series X version for free. Seemingly, A, like, hey, that's a thing. Like, there's going to be next-gen versions. But um, CD Projekt Red also tweeted that you shouldn't be forced to buy anything twice, causing J. Allen Brack to get very teary-eyed, but he blew his nose on his $100 bill thinking about um, companies that actually care about their consumers, you know? <laughs> um, Xbox dev kit, an Xbox dev kit, leaked a playable version of the cancelled StarCraft Ghost games. There's footage online, and it looks like an OG Xbox game. Uh, YouTube paid Activision Blizzard $160 million for esports exclusivity. YouTube must be very big in China for um, them to want to spend this kind of money on a card game and a couple shooters. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, will be a 100 gig install. That's a tenth of my monthly data cap, oh and will probably be most will be mostly required, even if you buy a physical copy of the game. Bringing up the question. Unless there's a good deal on it, why are you wasting time buying physical media? I All mine's digital now. Yeah, like, outside of the Switch, where most of this stuff is still on the cart. Like, why? You just have to download half a game anyway. On Xbox right now, you literally, that CD is just the key. You download the whole game anyway. Yeah, and what I did with the Switch was I bought, you know, an SD card that's like 128 gigs or whatever mm -hmm. like that. And then I just bought all these games that were on sale which it didn't have to be beholden to sales that were happening in the store i whenever the companies wanted to put them on sale or whatever media that they were using um we got those instead and they're much better sales they're not just like 10 percent right. off or whatever like that it's like hey half off here and and this is going to go into our, our next segment for a little bit uh but yeah i don't i don't understand but this game I, i'm more than curious about this game now because I saw some of like the the screenshots of it and stuff like that, I'm like, ooh, it looks great. This might be a it Final Fantasy game great. I finish. Yeah, like it looks. It honestly, they're combining Final Fantasy VII with like a Kingdom Hearts battle style. Yeah, which is exciting. Yeah, although I've heard the story of Final Fantasy VII is just as ridiculous as anything else. Squares. It's ever a done. Final Fantasy game. Like it's gonna be ridiculous. I played seven. I don't remember a darn thing about what that story was about. I don't even think. Phil knows anything about Final Fantasy VII. Phil has never played Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. He watched Crisis Core. <laughs> or, I, Crisis Core might have been the game. He, Advent uh, Children. Uh, I think I've played more Crisis Core than I have any other Final Fantasy game. However, that could be exciting for Phil, to experience Final Fantasy VII in a good way. <laughs> and then he'll have justification for naming all of his characters Cloud. Yeah. And all media. What if he hates it? 
oh my god and he stopped what what do we be what if afterwards? he's just like clouds is the worst character what is he gonna name his characters afterwards i don't even know does he have a character that's not named cloud he has barrett <laughs> <laughs> wow this could be incredible Man. horrible we're all gonna have it phil if you hate the game we'll pitch in and get you name changes <laughs> it's okay we're there for you bud uh jordan before we get on to our segment of the week, if you wanted to give us an email, comments, questions, concerns, criticism, Ideas. chat at us, you mm-hmm. know, where could you do that? You can find us at brotakumoc at gmail.com. That is B-R-O-T-A-K-U-M-O-C at sign G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. That made a good sound bite. I know, right? <laughs> I, I like the pregnant pause, too. That was yeah. really hot. Um, Jordan, we are getting back to our gaming on a budget segment uh, this week. I kind of put the show together last second, which has become a theme that I'm hoping to get away from. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to talk about Xbox Game Pass, but I really I want to dig into that one. For as much as I beat people over the head with it, yeah, I really want to say, dig into yeah. that one. So I want to talk about the free-to-play game today, Jordan. What is it? Um, I have... A giant list of a couple that I could think of. Yeah. We could talk a little bit about the games, how it might appeal to. But the idea of a free-to-play game is a game that you can just play. You download it and you're playing it. Uh, the first game on my list, and I think a perfect example of it, Fortnite is a free-to-play game. Yeah. You hear about how much money it is because a big thing with free-to-play games is a lot of times they will sell you cosmetics. That's the best way to do it. Something that... Even if you don't pay anything for Fortnite, you can still play and compete. Like, people spending money on Fortnite have no advantage over somebody not spending money on Fortnite. They just might look cooler. Yeah. So, um, Fortnite um, is a battle royale game. A hundred people drop into an island, one person leaves. Or two or four, depending on group sizing. So, that that's that kind of game. Um I, th- I think it's, honestly, Battle Royales, I think, are one of the greatest genres ever created. Uh, it's kind of a divisive one. People think it's kind of lazy because I feel like it, it should be a game type in most games. It shouldn't just be the game. But, I mean, the first couple ones to do it, that was just the game. And those are the ones that are popular and stuck around. Call of Duty has a somewhat successful um, Battle Royale in their previous title, Black Ops 4. So I think that I, I would like to see it that way going forward in the future more, where it's like just part of a game, not the well, whole game. Fortnite was a different game before they added the battle royale True. system yeah. into it, it, and I think you had to pay for that one. Yeah, that was yes, you, you had, had to, to pay, pay for the base the, game, and you still have to. That's supposed to go free to play at some point yeah, too. But there's a whole to. story mode to that game where it's like it, the actual base building is like it, it it's like the horde defense, right? Yeah, and. And people were kind of playing that for a little bit, and then the battle royale mode came after PUBG uh, came out, and then there was that whole like suing stuff that was ridiculous, <laughs> and that, yeah, and it, it's one of those games where you can all these games actually you can spend an enormous amount of time on, and totally get your your worth for something that would have been sixty bucks on PC alone, and this isn't including time I put into it just messing around doing dailies on console on pc alone i've put 17 days into fortnite 17 days over the past two years so like a half a month of my last two years has been spent playing fortnite that's half of the time i spent playing world of warcraft that is already at half 
I'd be scared to look at my World of Warcraft time. Mine, I just looked. It, it told me at the beginning that where I started, it's thirty three days. I've got to be like close to a year. Yeah, you you have spent a lot. You went through three expansions before I even joined. Oof. Um, <laughs> games like Dota Two, League of Legends, and just because my list is out of order, I want to make sure I get this. Here's the Storm. So you want to tell us a little bit about the MOBA? Yes, MOBAs are. Uh, what what is it's massive online battle arena right something like that yeah. multiplayer multiplayer online, online battle arena yeah. yes and it it usually follows this this um, formula of like having these heroes or or champions and they have certain abilities that are usually tied to two Q W E R and then there's usually shops but. Um, where you can buy items to increase your the power of your heroes throughout the game by uh, either completing ob- objectives or uh, killing mobs. I know Heroes of the Storm is different in that regard. They don't have they have a leveling system instead of an item system, which I like more personally. Uh, it gives you more variety, but it usually comes around. It's kind of like an isometric view, and there's usually lanes involved where there's you force characters to go on opposite teams against each other and you try to take the command post or nexus of the other group and that's how you win the game is you force through them and you break down like heaps and walls and stuff like that until you get to their core and destroy it and it's one of those it's a it's usually almost always free to play genre i don't i can't think of one right off the top of my I head where it was a paid. paid one and it's it it was based off of maybe like a mobile one or something maybe a for mobile like a one, couple yeah. bucks but it yeah. was based off world of it was based off warcraft 3 defense of the ancients defense of the ancients which is what dota stands for right and it was a mode where you just played as the heroes of the game and you would try to take towers and stuff like that and it really expounded on that and that was the big kick before um, Battle Royales came, everyone was playing MOBAs. Yeah, and MOBAs were a very good extension of the real-time strategy yeah. genre because it was it made it more digestible to watch. It was it was quicker. You didn't spend like 15 minutes like farming resources before you went and did something. Yeah, it, it took away the macro management part of real-time strategy games, which is just like building stuff up, which... Uh, there are people who get a lot of enjoyment out of that. I know I have a kind of like a, a nice build out of it, but and to be successful in, in real-time strategy games, you need to do macro management and micro management. Um, and I was never good at the macro management, uh, or at least if I focused on the macro management, I couldn't do micro. Right. Which is, so that takes out the micro management and it puts in just like you control this character and you have these abilities, you have health. You have you have mana or whatever cooldowns and stuff like that, and that's what you focused on. And, and these games, I kind of played around with doing like the best bang for your buck um, games for gaming with a budget. Uh, I, that will be a different segment, but these games, even though they're free to play, kind of fall under that because while you're doing the same thing, it's on the same map every time. Like you're, there's hundreds of heroes in these games, and every com- possible combination of these heroes completely changes the flow of matches. Yeah, you'll never have so, the same game twice. Yeah, and if you do, I, I don't know what to tell you. That's incredible. That, that I don't think you actually can, honestly. It would be hard, it especially would be hard. now with uh, especially on like games like League of Legends that are 
trying to do more things that are like kind of random, random, mix things up. Yeah. I know RNG. for sure Heroes of the Storm, uh, because of the objective differences, and there are different maps in that game um, each time, and there's like a different rotation for each week about what kind of maps you'll get, and each one does something differently. Um, you're going to have a different game each time, especially with Heroes involved. Right. Okay. Uh, talking about games like MMORPGs, a lot of MMORPGs are free-to-play these days. I listed here Star Wars The Old Republic, just for the sake of conversation. Uh, so there's there's things you got to be careful with with free-to-play games. A lot of games these days are free-to-start. Games like The Old Republic, games like Destiny 2. You can usually play, like, so much of the game for free. Guild Wars 2, another perfect example. Mm -hmm. A lot of these games, you can play like what they call the base game for free, which is the game that originally launched however long ago, and then you've got to pay for expansions. Mm -hmm. uh, games like Star Wars The Old Republic, which we've talked about to death on past games, if you like Star Wars, it's a tab target MMO. Uh, tab target basically means you're using the tab key on your keyboard to switch your targets around. Um, Every so often, once they keep coming out with more expansions, they might add an expansion to the free chunk of the game. Yeah. Um, and again, like with Guild Wars, uh, you can play the whole... Whatever the game came out with, you can play all of that and then choose to buy the expansions. So that's just one thing to keep in, in mind with these free-to-play games, but nonetheless, there's the offering. Um, if you like games like Diablo, uh, you can look into Path of Exile. Uh, the interesting thing about Path of Exile that I love is like it, it's it's like you think it like sometimes free to play games can be thought of as the poor man's game, but occasionally the poor man's game does it better than the, <laughs> yeah. the rich man's game. Yes. And uh, I think that's definitely the case with Path of Exile right now. Yes, my my roommate Seth has put thousands of hours into this game. friend of the show, Seth. Yes, he was on one of the episodes <laughs> talking about Pokemon with us, and this is. If you get immersed in this game, you're going to be in it for a while. That's all I can tell you, because uh, I think he plans on taking a couple of days off of work when the, one of the new seasons come out. So It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, if you're looking for first-person shooters, I suggest, uh, especially if you're looking for something like Overwatch, Paladins. I honestly think Paladins has potential to be better than Overwatch, yeah, just because there's a, a lot, shake. Yeah, there's a lot... There's a lot to do in that game. Like, yeah. there's... Tons of different game modes. I like the mounts. Yeah. I like the mounts and stuff. Um, so there's that. If you're looking for something a little more traditional, you've got Team Fortress 2, the game that started the, original, the whole yeah. hero shooter craze, realistically. Um, collect some hats. Apex Legends is good. That falls. That's a battle royale. That's a first-person shooter. So like, if you don't like the cartoony building of Fortnite... Another game I can get into realistic. now that my yeah. computer is more... Oh, thank more God. More optimized, yeah. That'll be fun to play. Um, I like Apex Legends a lot. I um, do, too. It, it, if you don't like building, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to tell you. If you want the thrill of the kill without, you know, some guy making a Picasso painting on top of you, <laughs> uh, go ahead and get Apex Legends. Again, I mentioned Destiny 2. Apparently, Counter-Strike Go is free to play now. And Counter-Strike Go, um, again, one of those games that, like, the maps are very similar, but just there's just so much difference that goes into strategy that it's a lot fun of times to watch it's very too. different. Yeah. It's actually I I have a fun time playing it. Like people have gotten crazy good at the game since I yeah because I played a lot of one point six back in my day. That's what Nick and I grew up on was playing Counter Strike. So me and him were actually pretty good for a while. I definitely have a hard time trying to play it now, but like I hold my own. Like just because like I understand it, the, the game's a lot. 
it's a choke point game. You're not just yeah. running in a lot of times. You're kind of like camping choke points, waiting for your time to push. If Halo wasn't your cup of tea, this is definitely up your alley. It definitely could be. <laughs> um, there's, um, and again, some of these games just fit into so many categories. I can't believe you put Hearthstone on here. I put, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hearthstone, it's just the most popular card game right now. Yeah. Um, it's deceptively It is free a free-to-play game. If you... Again, I used it more to like talk about card games. Free there's to the, lose. There's the Yu-Gi-Oh card game. <laughs> there, a lot of card games like this are free. The Gwent game is free to play, I believe. Um, but uh, yeah, you are correct. Hearthstone is a little deceptive. If you like card games, they'll look into them. Like we said with Hearthstone, deceptive. Uh, you do have to spend money to like get packs to really get cards. Otherwise, you're just kind of... Because all the ways to get currency to buy packs in the game require you to win games. Yeah. So if you're not winning games, you're not getting the currency to buy new packs. So here's how here's how you fix that problem. All right. Here's how you fix the Hearthstone problem. So you make a rank. It's it's a poor rank. It's it, it's for poor people. Like we're not gonna say you know this is for where poor people go, but this is where poor people go. Base game. Uh, they give you you know your starter packs or whatever like that when you start the game so you can build. Um, the when you have like there's certain cards that are banned like uh, it, it's for like when you buy like a starter pack it's like from, a traditional like, a card, format though. yeah from a card game mm-hmm. and you're in that zone until you uh, feel comfortable enough or you've collected enough cards where you go into a different area and now you play on like a cardboard box or like a, a wooden crate like you know how there's like this usually like this fancy like playing board or whatever like that in the background like there's stuff you can click like volcanoes and stuff get rid of all of that we want them to know that you are playing the base version of the game you're playing on a wooden barrel and there's like a candle near you or a, a lot of this i think it could be alleviated too if you just let me like if it says when if my daily is to win three games with a mage just let me do it against the computer yeah, like yeah, let, let let do some push-ups before you start like pumping yeah. some iron. You know what I mean? Like let us let us do some off-screen like like uh like montaging. All right, mm-hmm. before you can set us against these guys that are that are already meta decking. And what meta decking is is you you click on you search best Hearthstone deck on on Google. You look at it. You fill up all the cards and you play the game. And that that plays itself. And I kind of complained. One thing with especially card games in general is like that's the game. Yeah. Like yeah, you, you that's almost all have to have the best games. decks. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm interested Legends of Runeterra, I believe, is in beta. I see Nathan playing it all the time. That's the League of Legends. I should take one, a look right? at that, yeah. Like, I kinda wanna take a look at that. They're doing it where like you don't necessarily you don't get currency to buy random packs to hope you get what you want. Like you get currency to buy the cards you want. And there's no like strange like a uh, conversion rate like in and hearthstone when you get like a double maybe you might get like like a hundredth of a card that you want if you get like a double you know what i mean like the essence system in that game right is awful and it's the same thing with overwatch like we don't want this we don't get the skins that we want maybe we get like a legendary you get a third of a legendary skin if you don't get the one that you want right like, it gets disenchanted into money and then you can spend it on something that you want if it's during the event that you want, that's right. going on currently. Um, Jordan, we have a little bit of a time frame today, and we're yes. just about out of time. 
there wasn't too much more to mention in this section. I just had Warframe and World of Tanks written down. World of Tanks, I've never played before, but I, my boss likes it. I've heard it, good things, so, yeah. yeah. I've heard good things. Warframe, if you like grindy things. Um, also, guess, super yeah. stylish and There's cool. There's just so much. Warframe's there, so awesome. <laughs> there is a free-to-play version of a game you want to play, like at least in the genre, if you look hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. So take yeah, a look around. Get Warframe. Try it out. It's pretty right. fun. All right, Jordan, that is our episode this week. Yeah. Uh, it was good to be back. Hopefully we'll be a little more consistent going forward. But, again, you never know. Yeah, it's no problem. Get, get outside. I, I guess I should say get outside. Tell someone you love them today. Yeah. Hug a friend. Yeah. Even if it's an animal, just tell somebody you love them today. All right? Cool. Until next time, I'm Aaron. And I'm Jordan. See you guys.